The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. The governor of Louisiana has lost another battle in court over his executive order protecting lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in state government from discrimination and harassment. Louisiana's First Circuit Court of Appeal found Governor John Bell Edwards overstepped his authority by including sexual orientation and gender identity among the list of protected classes in the state. The unanimous appellate court panel sided with a lower court judge who blocked enforcement of the order in December after a challenge by Attorney General Jeff Landry. Joining us is Anthony Kreis, a professor at Chicago-Kent College of Law. Anthony, Edwards' attorneys argued that nothing prevents the governor from establishing policy by executive order as long as it doesn't conflict with existing law. And Edwards said even President Trump agrees as he has kept in place a federal executive order which is virtually identical to the order I put in place. What was the court's answer to that argument? So the court ultimately sided with, with the Louisiana attorney general. Um, and said that what the governor was doing was not um, not just implementing current policy and current law, but was actually, um, in effect, lawmaking. So, so basically taking the legislature's role um, and, and making, creating law. Um, and so the, the court based, you know, looked to federal law and state law, which neither expressly uh, protect against uh, sexual orientation or gender identity discrimination, and they look to federal interpretation or federal court's interpretation of federal law, which in Louisiana have yet to recognize that sexual orientation um, or gender identity discrimination is a form of sex discrimination. And um, because, they, because they said um, Louisiana law doesn't recognize that this kind of discrimination is unlawful, um, it, re, it basically validated the attorney general's position that the governor was making a law and not just implementing current law and policy. But Anthony, the governor is the head state official. Couldn't isn't it within his purview under Louisiana law to say, look, the government that I run is not going to discriminate against people based on their sexual identity, and we're not going to contract with companies that do that. What? Why is it that under Louisiana law he can't do that? Um, I, you know, I think that ultimately it will be up to Louisiana Supreme Court to to really settle this. Um, a number of governors, and you know, again, President Obama, um, have done similar things. In North Carolina, just this uh, last month, Governor Cooper um, in, initiated a similar executive order, um, and, and so it, it'll be remain or remain to be seen. Um, you know, what exactly the Louisiana State Supreme Court will, will do, um, but generally speaking, governors and you know the executive branch has a decent amount of, of latitude. Um, to create policies, personnel policies for the executive branch and for state government um, employees. Um, again, so long as they are not inconsistent with state law. And if the governor, you know, if the governor's executive order is unpalatable to state legislators, they have the authority to override it by statute um, as well. So um, I think most people would have assumed that this kind of executive order would have been, you know, within the the governor's prerogative. 
Um, and so this decision, to me, strikes me as, as out of step with what most states and, and the federal government um, allows in this area, but um, it'll ultimately be up to the Louisiana State Supreme Court. Let's talk about the Supreme Court. There's a case before the Supreme Court involving the firing of a lesbian hospital security guard in Georgia, and the attorneys general of 17 states and the District of Columbia are urging the justices to decide if Title VII of the Civil Rights Act protects LGBT individuals from discrimination on the job. And it's something that the EEOC and the Justice Department are uh, in uh, opposition on. Would that taking that case be an important step in understanding this? Yeah. So so ultimately, um, you know, the, the, the Louisiana Appellate Court um, noted that if federal law was interpreted in such a way um, that to, to recognize that sex discrimination and, or sexual orientation discrimination is a form of sex discrimination, as those attorneys general um, are asking the Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court, to do, um, then the governor's uh, executive order would be merely uh, the implementation of, of uh, federal of federal law and, and perhaps state uh, state employment law, um, and his executive order would be would be lawful under the Louisiana Constitution. So. Um, in that sense, uh, you know, that, that's an incredibly, or the, the Evans case um, could help resolve the issue um, in Louisiana. But um, the Evans case has a lot more promise in the sense that, that it can protect you know, people in private employment, um, in the private employment sector and the public employment sector across the country um, if Title VII is, is ruled or interpreted in such a way that LGBT people are protected under the sex discrimination ban. Anthony, in about 30 seconds, what's your opinion of whether LGBT should be protected under Title VII? Um, I absolutely think that uh, LGBT employees have a, have a cognizable claim under Title VII. Um, you can't really discriminate against sexual orientation or someone's gender identity with really taking their sex into account. And at the end of the day, Title VII is meant to end sex discrimination in all its forms. Thank you, Anthony, as always, for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Anthony Christ. He's a professor at Chicago-Kent College of Law. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers, and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights, and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.